Welcome to The Mushroom's Apprentice. I'm your host, Shona Holm. I think if there's one thing we can all agree on, it's that people today are sicker and unhappier physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually than they've ever been. There is so much needless suffering, most of which has been caused by manipulation and deception on every level. You must understand that our reality is being created for us through relentless media yammering that influences us through subversive psychological mind control techniques, plus an education system that indoctrinates and shuts down critical thinking and individual creativity, a top-down controlled and corrupted medical system, and state-approved religious organizations that are bound to government strictures first, not God's. All of that is an overlay that cuts us off from nature. In fact, the man-made radio frequency electromagnetic radiation that powers the entire telecommunication industry actually severs our connection to the natural Schumann frequencies of the earth. Schumann frequency is the heartbeat of the earth. And when we're in direct connection to it without being in a man-made distortion field, we experience what our creator intended, rejuvenation of the body, enhanced cognitive function, memory and learning capacity, balance, improved stress tolerance, and much more. At the end of the day, nature has a cure for all our ills if we will just take a big step away from the beast system that harvests our energy and turn our attention to the wonders of the natural world. And that includes its healing offerings. Among the subjects I'm interested in, this podcast will be exploring suppressed and so-called alternative healing modalities. And this is the first episode where I will focus on one of nature's gifts that delivers the goods in a way that a synthetic pharmaceutical never can and never will. And I'm not giving medical advice. I am sharing information here for your listening enjoyment. So in the spirit of truth, I'm going to talk to you about a healing substance from trees that few people know about yet, according to medical writer, Dr. Morton Walker, this substance has the largest potential number of uses ever documented for a single chemical. DMSO stands for dimethyl sulfoxide, which is derived from pine trees and is a byproduct in the papermaking industry. So it's quite inexpensive. DMSO is a sulfur and every cell in our body contains sulfur compounds. In fact, sulfur is the most prevalent element in our body and it's essential to life. It has no protein component to it, so you can't be allergic to it. Sulfur aids in the detoxification of harmful toxins and it has clinical applications in the treatment of numerous conditions that include arthritis, cancer, interstitial cystitis, strokes and heart failure, injuries, and more. DMSO is excellent for heavy metal detox because it binds with toxic metals like mercury, lead, aluminum, cadmium, arsenic, and nickel, which are then eliminated through urination and sweating. It contains around 40 pharmacological properties that have shown to have efficacy in the prevention, relief, 
and reversal of a number of diseases. I'm going to read you a definition of DMSO that I took from a study published in Toxicology and Applied Pharmacology, Volume 282, Issue 2, from 2015. And this study was titled, Dimethyl Sulfoxide Inhibits Spontaneous Diabetes and Autoimmune Recurrence in Non-Obese Diabetic Mice by Inducing Differentiation of Regulatory T-Cells. The authors of that study write that, quote, dimethyl sulfoxide, DMSO, is a colorless hydroscopic liquid substance that is a powerful solvent for organic or inorganic substances. It is used for a variety of laboratory and clinical purposes. DMSO is frequently used as a solvent in biological studies and a vehicle for drug therapy. Moreover, DMSO has been applied for therapeutic purposes in several clinical diseases. It has been approved by the United States Food and Drug Administration for the treatment of interstitial cystitis by intravesical installation. It has also been used to treat localized amyloidosis and improves renal function and proteinuria in renal amyloidosis patients caused by Crohn's disease. Furthermore, DMSO is a hydrogen bond disruptor hydroxyl radical scavenger and cryoprotectant. Due to anti-inflammatory properties of DMSO, it has been justified for the treatment of inflammatory diseases, example, scleroderma, osteoarthritis, and rheumatoid arthritis, gastrointestinal diseases, some manifestations of amyloidosis, brain edema, and chronic prostatitis. So that was a lot. And let me give you a little history on DMSO. It was originally synthesized by a Russian scientist in 1866, who soon discovered that this colorless liquid that felt oily to the touch served as an excellent solvent. And he combined it with a number of different chemicals that were easily absorbed into it. It remained relatively unknown for 80 years until the 1950s, when papers began showing up in chemical literature that featured DMSO for its efficacy as a solvent. Well, it was then discovered by a group in Britain that this solvent also protected red blood cells and other tissues against freezing. That sparked a lot of curiosity in university chemistry departments, so more experiments took place. And in 1962, Dr. Stanley Jacob, who is known as the father of DMSO, was an associate professor of surgery at the University of Oregon, and he contacted Robert Herschler, who was a chemical applications supervisor at Crown Zellerbach Paper Company, to request some of the chemical DMSO so he could see if it would safely freeze human kidneys. Well, it did so successfully and is used today to freeze organs for transport, and it does so without damaging the cells. Dr. Jacob discovered that when DMSO was put on the skin, it had a drying effect. Well, DMSO showed itself to be a therapeutic substance, and they discovered that it was highly effective for burns because moisture breeds infection. Dr. Jacob found that DMSO also relieves burn pain. Both he and Herschler began conducting more laboratory tests and discovered that DMSO is transdermal. It easily passes through the skin and mucous membranes, and as a solvent, it also carries other substances with it. So for instance, penicillin can be dissolved in DMSO and carried through the skin without having to inject it.
Their studies show DMSO to be a highly effective pain reliever. It reduces swelling, it slows the growth of bacteria, it improves blood supply, it softens scar tissue, it enhances the effectiveness of other pharmaceutical agents, it acts as a diuretic and also a muscle relaxant. DMSO eliminates the pain of sprains, strains, and arthritis, and also broken bones. It's used by veterinarians for arthritic conditions and injuries for interstitial cystitis in cats, and DMSO is approved by the FDA as a treatment for interstitial cystitis in humans. In Dr. Walker's book, DMSO, Nature's Healer, he writes, quote, in arthritic greyhounds, an injection of either DMSO or corticoid, a substance that has an action like a hormone of the adrenal cortex, will enable the animal to race again. In six months, 60% of the corticotreated dogs will have a recurrence, but less than 20% of the dogs treated with DMSO show such recurrence, end quote. So DMSO is, in Dr. Walker's words, quote, a very effective and versatile compound that has been successfully adapted for a number of health problems, end quote. In 1964, Dr. Stanley Jacob published a report on DMSO as a pharmacological agent, which initiated a number of medical trials that very plainly showed DMSO to relieve inflammation and pain in numerous conditions, including conditions that were up to that point untreatable. In his book, Dr. Walker writes that in the early 60s, DMSO actually received a very warm reception by the medical community, and it was used extensively for the treatment of sprains, bruises, and minor burns. It was supplied at no charge to investigators in general medicine, specialty medicine, paramedical professionals, physiotherapists, dentists, and nurses. In 1965, an article in the New York Times called DMSO, quote, the closest thing to a wonder drug produced in the 1960s, end quote. Well, despite all of that, the FDA turned down drug applications in 1965, and they terminated all clinical use of DMSO because of toxicological studies that showed high doses of DMSO produced cloudy lenses in lab animals. It was later revealed that it only affected dogs, and those dogs were given shockingly large doses of DMSO. In fact, in that study, those dogs were given 10 times the maximum human dose, equal to 350 grams a day for a 175-pound man, and they were given this every single day for six months. Well, this caused slight changes in the lenses of the animal's eyes that produced a slight nearsightedness. That said, the dogs didn't have difficulty when running and that they didn't bump into things. And in some cases, the changes disappeared after those massive doses of DMSO were stopped. Dr. Jacob wrote that DMSO has never caused cataracts at that time or any time since. In fact, as I will discuss later in this episode, DMSO will eradicate cataracts. By 1983, the FDA had turned away 1,500 studies that had been performed on over 120,000 patients experiencing numerous health issues. And there were at that time 16 investigational new drug applications for DMSO in their file. 
Those studies were focused on spinal cord injuries, scleroderma, and joint injuries. What was not included in those studies was the efficacy of DMSO for arthritis and osteoarthritis. And that is rather odd because DMSO has shown itself to be an absolute godsend for people who suffer from chronic pain from those issues. Today, there are over 30,000 studies done on DMSO, and it is one of the most studied compounds in modern medicine. It has astounding therapeutic potentials in over 300 ailments, and yet very few people have ever even heard of it. In fact, everyone who I have asked about it has never heard of DMSO. Well, in 1980, Dr. Jacob was featured on 60 Minutes, where he was interviewed by Mike Wallace on the therapeutic properties of DMSO. The director of the FDA, J. Richard Kraut, MD, was also interviewed, and he said, quote, DMSO is a low toxicity and safe compound. I think that it is a fact of life that drug companies are not going to invest in something unless they think there is some financial return, end quote. In his interview, Dr. Jacob quoted an executive of a major drug company who told him, quote, I don't care if DMSO is the major drug of our century, and we all know it is. It isn't worth it to us, end quote. So if you're wondering why you've never heard of this substance, I think you have a good idea now of why. It is a natural substance, so it can't be patented, so drug companies can't make money from it. And as the pharmaceutical industry is the most powerful lobby, they are deeply wed with government and all of media and entertainment. So DMSO has been very heavily suppressed and censored, which is absolutely intolerable at this point in time with so many people suffering needlessly. I'm going to read you a very thorough list of DMSO's actions from a superb book by Dr. Amanda Vollmer, who is a Canadian naturopathic doctor and really a traditional wisdom keeper and a real medicine woman, in my opinion. Her book is titled Healing with DMSO, and I highly recommend you read that book. Her website is yummy.doctor. That's Y-U-M-M-Y. Dot doctor. And there she has a blog and a video library that is just packed with relevant and hard to find and essential health information that will help you greatly. In her book, she writes that DMSO, quote, has antimicrobial properties, is a muscle relaxant, increases the production of white cells and macrophages, important cells for the immune system, increases cell membrane permeability, allowing for removal of toxins, is radioprotective, reducing the mutagenic and lethal effects of x-rays, inhibits cholinesterase enzyme from breaking down acetylcholine, an important neurotransmitter, is an excellent heavy metal detoxifier, binding to aluminum, mercury, cadmium, arsenic, and nickel, and eliminating them through urination and sweating is an effective painkiller, blocking nerve-conducting pain signals, exhibits cytoprotective properties, helps preserve stem cells, bone marrow cells, and organs, protecting against injury from freezing during organ transportation, and protects against damage during interstitial cystitis and cancer radiation therapy, both under FDA approval is a bacteriostatic agent, meaning it inhibits the growth of bacteria. 
acts as a diuretic, reduces inflammation and swelling by affecting inflammatory chemicals, improves blood supply to injured areas by dilating blood vessels and reducing blood viscosity, increases delivery of oxygen to the cells, is a potent free radical scavenger transporting these substances through excretory organs, is transdermal, easily penetrating the skin and blood-brain barrier and enters the bloodstream, protects the cells from mechanical damage more rapidly than pharmaceutical drugs, has a calming effect on the central nervous system, acts as a carrier for all other drugs and supplements and increases their effects, for example, chemotherapy, corticosteroids, antibiotics, and insulin show less undesirable effects and can be used in much smaller quantities. Has antinosusceptive properties, meaning that it reduces the sensitivity to any dangerous or harmful stimuli. Is non-toxic and has an unquestionably safe therapy profile. In Morton Walker's book, he lists a non-technical summary of DMSO's molecular characteristics. And I will read this so you get an even deeper appreciation of the substance. Quote, DMSO is a simple, small molecule with truly amazing chemical, biological, and physical characteristics. One interesting property that all users should be familiar with is the exothermic reaction. When DMSO is diluted with water, heat is released. The bottle containing the medication will be warm to the touch. This is a temporary harmless reaction. Hydroxyl radicals are ubiquitous and highly injurious to health. MSO combines with and thus neutralizes these dangerous little time bombs that can literally explode your individual cells. The DMSO combines with the hydroxyl radical, adds water, and then the kidneys excrete this chemical complex into the urine. The generation of free radicals, such as hydroxyl, chloride, and others, is one of the major factors in the disease process, no matter what the state of the disease. This is a major reason that DMSO, a free radical scavenger, is useful in the treatment of many conditions, such as cancer, arthritis, and arteriosclerosis. DMSO substitutes for water in the living cell, and because of this remarkable property, can heal the sick cell by destroying free radicals within the cell. Allergic reactions are diminished by DMSO, which increases the body's resistance to infection by a number of complicated mechanisms. End quote. Are you blown away yet? Are you wondering how it is feasibly possible that this is not common knowledge and not spoken on the lips of every nurse and doctor out there? Now, there are some important things to be aware of with DMSO. Undiluted DMSO will irritate the skin. You want to dilute it in distilled water before putting it on your skin, or you'll get a reaction of burning, itching, and sometimes hives, which will go away. In Amanda Vollmer's book, Healing with DMSO, she has all the correct percentages listed, as well as recipes for a variety of applications. Because DMSO is transdermal and a natural solvent, it will deliver into your body whatever is on your skin. So you want to make sure your skin is clean before you apply it. Also make sure you don't apply DMSO on sweaty skin, because sweat is removing waste from the body and you do not want to reabsorb that. Plus DMSO will take that even deeper into your body. So again, always apply on clean skin.
It's great to combine DMSO with aloe vera, but you need to make sure that it's pure aloe with no preservatives added. And after DMSO is applied to the skin, let it penetrate and dry for 20 minutes before putting clothing over the area because DMSO will bind with any chemicals in the clothing. To administer DMSO, you don't want it to be in touch with plastic because it will deliver the elements of that plastic into your body. So a glass bottle with a glass dropper is a good way to administer it topically. If it's mixed with aloe, you can certainly administer it into your hand and then rub it on the area. I've done this on my own skin and it's worked just fine. You do not want to use DMSO with your hands if you're wearing nail polish, as the DMSO will send that right into your bloodstream. If you're going to ingest DMSO, you will want to start with less than a teaspoon in a few ounces of distilled water or juice, and just know that it tastes absolutely awful. So you'll want to chase that with more water or juice and make sure you're not ever drinking tap water. <laughs> <laughs> because DMSO will bind with whatever is in that tap water and take it even deeper into your body. And while I'm on that subject, here is what is in typical tap water. Liquefied chlorine, fluorosilicic acid, aluminum sulfate, calcium hydroxide, sodium silicofluoride, plus salts of arsenic, radium, aluminum, copper, lead, mercury, cadmium, barium, hormones, nitrates, pesticides, and traces of a variety of medications. So with DMSO, always use pure distilled water when making a solution. Now, there are good water filters out there, so definitely look into that. Berkey filters are good and they have a specific filter for fluoride. You could also do reverse osmosis water and you could have a full water filter for the entire house so that you're not showering and bathing in that stuff. Take your time with DMSO and go slowly because it can cause a detox reaction because DMSO speeds the removal of chemicals from the body and processed foods are loaded with chemicals as well as fruits and vegetables that are sprayed. And medications and vaccines contain heavy metals plus a host of other undesirables. All of that will be ushered out of the body when you start taking DMSO which means your liver will be working overtime and toxins can recirculate through the body and cause a healing crisis, which will give you flu-like symptoms. So you'll really wanna treat the substance as a powerful healing agent and drink lots of good water and maybe do a mini fast to assist your body to eliminate the toxins. To help you better eliminate those toxins, you might want to look into using a green coffee enema once or twice a week during your detox, which will help the liver greatly, especially if it's overwhelmed. There is a website called directionwithpurpose.com that sells an entire kit, including organic green coffee, and that's called the Kitten Caboodle. The site is run by Marion Gentry, and Crow 777 Radio has at least two excellent episodes where Marion discusses the health benefits of coffee enemas. We need to get over our juvenile associations with that and get these toxins out of our bodies so we can fully enjoy our lives, and coffee enemas will make a huge difference. 
Now, pregnant and nursing women should avoid DMSO. Of the thousands of studies out there on DMSO, there is nothing on that subject. So it would be prudent to avoid DMSO during that time. 99.995% DMSO is odorless, but once it's taken into the body, it metabolizes and can give off a sulfur odor that smells like garlic, onions, or oysters. Everyone's body is different. So some people like myself who ingest it daily do not experience any kind of odor with DMSO, while other people will. In her book, Amanda Vollmer suggests making a natural mouthwash with essential oil of wintergreen and swish that around in the mouth for half a minute and then spit it out. She also recommends making a mouthwash using five drops of 3% food grade hydrogen peroxide to one ounce of pure water and do that two or three times a day to encourage the oxidation process and reduce the odor. Because DMSO potentiates anything it comes into contact with and will give it greater access into the body, you do not want to take it when you're drinking alcohol or you could end up with alcohol poisoning. As well, if you're on medications, you will want to talk to a pharmacist about that as you will need far less medication because of the potentiating effects of DMSO. So medications combined with DMSO are risky. Maybe this will be the impetus for certain people to get themselves off the medications altogether. And on that note, I'll just read you a quick paragraph from Healing with DMSO, where Amanda writes, quote, for the most part, a holistic approach to health and the use of prescription drugs are at odds with each other. A holistic approach works with the body, aiding it, listening to it, fueling it with nutrition, helping to direct what it already wants to do, detoxing and supporting the organ systems. A conventional approach works against the body, working hard to stop its processes, mask symptoms, and cover up problems. Mixing pharmaceutical drugs with natural remedies can pose many risks, either because they're working in opposite directions or their synergetic effect is too extreme." End quote. Amanda says that although DMSO has an impeccable safety record, it's a good idea to use it for a while and then take a break for a few days, which will allow for the removal of metabolites and buildup from the body. So if you're using DMSO daily for a month, she recommends taking one day off. And then if you use it for up to six months, take a full week off to allow any residue to clear out of the body. You might be very interested to know that DMSO will stop a stroke or heart attack by using DMSO immediately. It will help to produce a better outcome so that post-stroke paralysis clears up and that person stands a chance to not be wheelchair bound. The sooner DMSO is administered, the better the outcome. Dr. Morton Walker writes, quote, DMSO speeds blood flow by causing vessels to dilate. South American studies indicate it is effective in heart attacks or angina pectoris. It has been credited for preventing damage to heart muscle, end quote. And then of strokes, he writes, quote, 
Acute stroke is another manifestation of blood supply blockage to the brain. Such cerebrovascular disease is the commonest cause of neurologic disability in Western countries. Most of the time, it comes from hardening of the arteries, high blood pressure, or a combination of both. Stroke hits abruptly, with symptoms and signs reflecting the area of brain that is damaged. Occlusion of either the internal carotid artery or the middle cerebral artery can produce a severe set of neurologic abnormalities. DMSO prevents or reverses the pathologic sequence that results from cardiovascular insufficiency, which finally brings on a localized area brain death from an embolus. The drug DMSO just has to get to the site of the injury fast enough. DMSO stimulates prostaglandin synthesis, which arrests or reverses the potential pathological damage seen following brain infarction. DMSO increases the oxygen available to the brain tissue through vasodilation of other blood vessels besides the one blocked by an embolus. DMSO also helps in the release of energy and allows the ischemic tissue sufficient time to reach a hemostatic balance and reverse or prevent further damage to nervous system cells, end quote. From his book, DMSO, The Persecuted Drug, author Dr. Stanley Jacob writes, quote, a recent study in Turkey combined DMSO with fructose diphosphate. In 20 patients with head injuries, the combination proved very effective in decreasing intracranial pressure. De La Torre declares that in his experience, nothing reduces intracranial pressure faster than DMSO. In De La Torre's tests on dogs, injuries that normally would have caused paralysis healed completely when DMSO was given. The mechanisms of action by DMSO are much the same in both strokes and spinal cord injuries. In DMSO, Nature's Healer, Dr. Morton Walker summarizes De La Torre's testimony to Congress in 1980 on DMSO's methodology based on his research with the drug which began in 1971. DMSO permits and promotes better blood flow by dilating blood vessels, thus increasing the delivery of oxygen and reducing blood platelet stickiness. Because DMSO dilates blood vessels, carotid artery blood flow to the brain increases after DMSO is given intravenously. After IV administration of DMSO, there is an elevation in the amount of spinal cord blood flow to the region of trauma. One of the first things that happens after spinal cord trauma is that a reduction of oxygen and blood flow sets in, inasmuch as the blood vessels constrict or shut down. Without some treatment, the tissue swells. Eventually, this leads to paralysis. In a cerebral stroke, the animal will either become comatose or lethargic or die. With DMSO infusion immediately after injury or stroke, all of this is prevented. 30 minutes after giving DMSO IV, there is an increase in the flow of cortisone, a natural body substance which helps fight off effects of trauma, even though the animal being tested had already stopped secreting cortisone. DMSO crosses the blood-brain barrier, enters the brain, picks up water from an injury, and rushes it out of the system, thus relieving intracranial pressure. In animal tests, the animals are brought to a point where the electroencephalophagram reading becomes flat, just preceding brain death. 10 minutes after injection of DMSO, the electroencephalophagram returns and the brain becomes active again. Dr. Walker adds, DMSO tends to protect nerve cells following injury. It provides better protection than any other treatments. Scientists have verified this 
by observation with the electron microscope and the light microscope. Thus, DMSO prevents the paralysis that may ensue following trauma. It alters the severe effects seen after a brain stroke. Doctors Jacob and De La Tour believe that DMSO is the treatment of choice in strokes. And note that De La Tour's work has been confirmed by at least three different groups of investigators in other parts of the country. They also believe that the combination of DMSO with fructose diphosphate should be the treatment of choice in spinal cord and closed head injuries, where the fructose diphosphate provides energy to help restore damaged tissue. Dreaded Alzheimer's disease will also be another area they expect where the combination of DMSO and fructose diphosphate patented by Dr. De La Tour will become the treatment of choice, end quote. Okay, that was a lot, but so, so important for you to really, really understand just how efficacious DMSO is and why don't we all know about this, especially at this time. Well, let's talk about cancer. And that has gone through the roof these past couple of years, interestingly, particularly fast growing cancers. Dr. Stanley Jacob informed Dr. Walker that there are 12 tumor cell types in the test tube in which DMSO tends to stimulate the tumor cell toward changing into a more normal cell. We know that DMSO potentiates pharmaceutical drugs and supplements, so it is an excellent adjunct in metabolic cancer therapy because it potentiates chemotherapy. It's been observed in studies combining DMSO with chemotherapeutic agents that the DMSO combination of drugs has a strengthened anti-blastic activity, meaning that cancer cells were destroyed due to the potentiating and penetrating properties of DMSO. Dr. Walker discusses this in his book, DMSO, Nature's Healer, and I do recommend reading that highly researched book. When I was researching Dr. Stanley Jacob, I found a site called dmso.org, and on it, there was a cancer study released in 2010 that tested cells from metastatic melanoma, which is one of the most aggressive and deadly cancers, and it exposed them to a combination of methyl sulfone and DMSO. Well, methyl sulfone is a small naturally occurring molecule found in all mammals, even though people don't synthesize it, we get it through diet. And it's the same with cows, they get it by eating grasses, particularly horsetail, which is something I actually add to my herbal infusions. Methyl sulfone has a similar chemical structure to DMSO, and DMSO was found to induce polymerization and stabilization of microtubules, and it was hoped that it would inhibit mitosis and kill proliferating cancer cells, but that didn't happen. Instead, DMSO was used as an organic solvent for other chemotherapeutic drugs, as I said earlier. However, in this study, they showed that the combination of DMSO and methyl sulfone, quote, rendered metastatic melanoma cells from Cloudman M3 cell line harmless by permanently reverting their metastatic phenotypes into what appeared to be non-malignant phenotypes of healthy melanocytes. The clinical significance is that methyl sulfone may be a non-toxic chemotherapeutic drug that is effective against metastatic melanoma, end quote. There are studies that have shown that DMSO converts quickly proliferating cells back to normal cells and activates the tumor suppressing protein. It reduces the number of nearby malignant tumor cells and it decreases the progression of the disease. Now, ultimately, when it comes to 
illness and disease, the body desperately needs to detox from all the poisons and heavy metals that people ingest and rub on their skin and breathe in. And then there is the chlorinated and fluoridated water people drink and the medications and the medical injection products that people give their unquestioning consent to. We have xenoestrogens in food, water, and the air. We're bathed in electromagnetic frequencies, Wi-Fi, our bodies are perpetually endeavoring to clean this shit out. And when our bodies lose their ability to adequately clean out all of that, we develop chronic disease. So I have a lot more to say about DMSO, but at the end of the day, if our bodies are overloaded with toxins and most people's bodies are, then those bodies need a detox and a simple initiatory detox can be to get off the processed foods the sugar, and then start deleting other foods that are contributing to your imbalances. For instance, maybe wheat, and then start shopping at the farmer's market or growing your own vegetables and herbs or buy organic fruits and vegetables. And if you eat meat and poultry, then make darn sure it's sourced from a responsible farmer, especially now as they are going to be injecting farm animals with mRNA injection products. And God only knows what is in those things and what they will do to our animals and our bodies. Try to do as much home cooking as you are able to, where you can control what goes into your food. And if you need help with all of that, you can book a session with me and I'll help you out because I live what I teach and I've been helping people put that into practice for a lot of years. Let's talk about diabetes. The National Diabetes Statistics Report stated that in 2022, there were over 37 million Americans with diabetes. There is type 1 diabetes and also type 2. Type 1 diabetes is classified as a disease in which the body doesn't make enough insulin to control blood sugar levels. Type 1 diabetes will cause the following damage, eye damage, nerve damage, foot problems, kidney disease, heart and artery disease, and hypoglycemia. Type 2 diabetes is characterized by high levels of sugar in the blood. Type 2 diabetes occurs when your body's cells resist the normal effect of insulin, which is to drive glucose in the blood into the inside of the cells. This condition is called insulin resistance. As a result of that, glucose starts to build up in the blood. So damage by type two diabetes comes in the form of arteriosclerosis, retinopathy, neuropathy, foot problems, and kidney damage. Well, I use the definition of DMSO from a study at the beginning of this episode that focused on DMSO's efficacy for diabetes. And I want to read from a paragraph from that study that states, quote, given these immunomodulation and anti-inflammatory effects of DMSO, we further investigated whether DMSO treatment prevents the onset of spontaneous diabetes and prolongs the survival of islet grafts in a syngeneic islet transplantation model. Our results demonstrate that DMSO treatment significantly prevented the onset of diabetes and prolonged islet graft survival in NOD mice. To elucidate the mechanisms of this protective effect, we investigated the influence of DMSO on immune cells with regard to cytokine profiles and proliferation of T cells. DMSO treatment reduced the proportion of cytotoxic T cells and DCs and increased the proportion of Treg cells in the spleens of NOD recipients. We further demonstrated that DMSO increases the differentiation of Treg cells from the naive CD4 T cells of NOD mice. 
Overall, DMSO treatment reduced diabetic incidence in NOD mice and prolonged the survival of, of cynogeneic islet grafts. This protective effect is at least partly associated with increased differentiation of trig cells in the modulation of immune cell effector functions. So some of that sounds like Greek, but the synopsis of that study stated that, quote, we report a therapeutic potential of DMSO in autoimmune diabetes. DMSO exhibits an immune modulatory effect. DMSO treatment increases regulatory T-cell differentiation. The increase in STAT5 signaling pathway explains the effect of DMSO in TREGS. So there is hope for those who suffer with diabetes. Now for sinusitis, according to Dr. Walker, Diluted DMSO can be placed directly in the nostrils where it will open blocked sinuses in minutes. This is because it can cross all membranes without destroying their integrity. And it gets in there and it just frees up that area. Shingles is a growing problem. And I know three people who had it just recently. You can apply DMSO directly onto the shingles twice a day and you might experience a burning sensation and a strong odor but DMSO has spectacular results with eradicating shingles and the horrific pain that they induce. You could also apply it to the base of the spine where the virus lives. And for those suffering from genital herpes, if DMSO is applied early, it will eradicate the breakout. And again, you can try applying it to the base of the spine. DMSO dissolves scar tissue, so it has been a huge assist for burn victims. It's also excellent for injuries and wounds because it initiates connective tissue activity and also rapid tissue healing and recovery. It rebuilds tissue and it increases blood flow. It supports the cellular structures to be in integrity and it delivers oxygen to the cells. Those suffering from hemorrhoids, can apply a mixture of diluted DMSO with potassium iodide, SSKI, which usually heals them within a week. DMSO can also help your body get control of inflammatory processes that are causing a breakdown because of its function as an anti-inflammatory, which makes DMSO a godsend for arthritic and osteoarthritic pain, and also gout, rheumatoid arthritis, and back pain, carpal tunnel syndrome, injuries, and strain. It far surpasses aspirin, working way more effectively, and it won't hurt your stomach over time, which aspirin does. Diluted DMSO is applied to the area, wherever the pain is, and also around it, it will take away the pain in minutes and deliver rapid blood flow to the affected area, and it will deliver more white blood cells there. It will also accelerate healing of the tissues. So you're not gonna need any medications or over-the-counter products. In using DMSO, you're not gonna get swelling and redness from the issue because the body won't have to initiate those processes. DMSO is used regularly by athletes. And Dr. Jacob tells the story of a football quarterback, June Jones, who spoke to the House of Representatives Committee on Aging. And this was back in 1980, when the committee was investigating why the FDA was still telling people that DMSO was dangerous. Jones had a bursitis calcification in his right shoulder where he could hardly lift his arm, let alone throw a football. He had heard about DMSO and the work of Dr. Jacob and had already experienced using DMSO successfully for sprains, 
So he sought out Dr. Jacob, who gave him a shot of DMSO in the shoulder and told him the calcification might disappear if he applied DMSO to his shoulder for 30 days straight. Well, Jones followed the instructions and his bursitis calcification disappeared completely. Dr. Jacobs relates another story about former Oregon governor, Tom McCall, who was struck by bursitis and he put two daubings of DMSO on his shoulder and that dissolved the calcification that caused the condition. And I, I knew someone years ago who struggled horribly with that and had to quit her job. It was so painful. Well, DMSO may well have been the answer to that issue. Dr. Jacob, I love this, refers to DMSO as tree juice. <laughs> and he says that it helps so many human problems that it reminds him of the book of Genesis, where God said that he had placed on earth something for every human condition. Dr. Jacob said it takes a while to figure that out and even longer to clear away the man-made obstacles to its use. All right. How many people out there suffer from headaches and migraines? DMSO has tremendous efficacy in halting them from coming on, but you need to apply it diluted to the forehead, temples, back of head and neck at the first sign of head pain or when you sense a migraine coming on. I recently gifted a bottle of DMSO plus Amanda Vollmer's book to my neighbor because she suffers from migraines. And I know this is going to help her immensely because her migraines at times are just crippling and nothing helps. DMSO has also had success with tinnitus, which is a buzzing, ringing, roaring, or hissing in the ears, which for some people is continuous and others happens on and off. I was contacted a few years back by a client who asked me if I knew of any cures for tinnitus because it was really affecting their mental health. And unfortunately, I didn't know about DMSO at the time. In Dr. Walker's book, he cites a study where DMSO was combined with vasoactive drugs and injected into 15 people with chronic tinnitus. DMSO was also combined with anti-inflammatory preparations and applied externally. None of the participants had experienced success with any other treatment. The external ear canal was treated with a medicinal spray containing DMSO and anti-inflammatory drugs that were described as plus PAR. And then participants received that spray application every four days for the length of the treatment. Nine out of the 15 participants had their tinnitus disappear completely after a month. Two other participants had the noise diminish considerably, but not disappear totally. Four people continued to experience tinnitus, but it had changed and become sporadic. Those who used to experience nausea and positional dizziness with their tinnitus had that go away altogether. And with that went their persistent insomnia, headache, ear pain, and neurotic anguish. The head of the study, Dr. Zuniga, reported that the disappearance of the tinnitus was permanent and no recurrence was reported over the course of the following year. So again, there is hope, thanks to DMSO, for those suffering from tinnitus. Now, when DMSO is diluted correctly, it will improve eyesight and assist with cataracts, glaucoma, pink eye, and more. Research conducted at the University of Oregon Medical School in the 70s showed a 50% solution of DMSO in eye drops was effective in the treatment of retinitis pigmentosa, which is a disorder that causes loss of vision, and also macular degeneration. Participants used a 50% solution of DMSO in an eye cup 
that they held onto the eye for five minutes a day. Dr. Walker writes that an ophthalmologist reported to the American College of Advancement in Medicine in 1980 that he had great success using DMSO for cataracts and other eye problems. And the doctor wrote, quote, I've treated 200 patients in the last year for macular degeneration, macular edema, and traumatic uvitis. I instill five milligrams of DMSO in one cc of normal saline, placed retrobulbar under tenon's capsule behind the equator or to wherever the area of activity is. Strictly for cataracts, all we need to do is put one drop directly onto the eyeball, end quote. This doctor also said that DMSO alone is better for treating macular degeneration. And I just want to <laughs> reiterate that again, this is DMSO that is diluted. You're not going to use straight DMSO. Now, right before the FDA banned the use of DMSO, an orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Forrest Riordan, used DMSO to save one of his patients from frostbite. A 59-year-old woman arrived home after midnight and slipped on the ice outside of her garage where she hit her head and fell unconscious and wasn't found for six hours. So by the time she was brought to the doctor, her feet and hands were purple and her fingers were turning black. Dr. Riordan had already treated 50 patients with DMSO, so he knew that it preserves and restores tissue, and he administered it to her limbs. Now, Dr. Jacob writes, quote, the question was, would DMSO give new life to the lady's dying fingers and restore blood to her limbs? 10 minutes after Riordan had swabbed DMSO in the patient's legs and lower legs, the treatment areas reddened with the return of blood. The DMSO odor was on her breath, showing that the drug was permeating the woman's system. On the second day, blisters had popped out on the frozen areas, and that evening she regained consciousness. On the third day, sensation began returning to some of the toes, and later the tips of the fingers began to have feeling again. By day seven, she was able to flex her joints. For an entire month, the patient was sloshed, swabbed, and dabbed with DMSO. Almost a gallon of it was used, but side effects amounted only to an occasional rash, a bit of burning, and itching. By day 14, it was clear that all tissues were viable. Riordan concluded that the drug should be applied within 12 hours of freezing, and that 24 hours may mark the critical point in reversing damage to the involved blood vessels. End quote. And shortly after that, the FDA banned the use of DMSO. Now, vets use DMSO, and there is a channel on YouTube called Veterinary Secrets, and the host is Dr. Andrew Jones, and he is a wealth of information on how to care for your beloved pets using a holistic approach. Well, he has a video on DMSO where he explains how to apply DMSO to an inflamed joint on a cat or dog. So I took copious notes with that. He also suggests using DMSO in combination with other medications to bring them more deeply into the joint. So for instance, for a topical skin tumor, he rubbed CBD oil into the tumor and then added half a mil of DMSO on top of that and rubbed it in, explaining that the DMSO will speed up the absorption of the CBD. Now that said, remember DMSO is transdermal, so you'll want to be careful in how you apply it to the, the tumor. Now, cats get interstitial cystitis, which is an idiopathic bladder inflammation that is very painful for the cat and also difficult to treat. 
Dr. Jones says to apply DMSO topically in the area of the bladder, and the DMSO will penetrate that area and certainly help. He said at the clinic, they can then catheterize the cat and put the DMSO directly into the bladder. And that is a quick and safe way to get the DMSO into the cat. The kidneys will then metabolize the DMSO and heal some of the pain. And one last thing he talked about was skin necrosis from injecting a chemo drug into a dog or cat. The only effective treatment for that is DMSO, which again would be applied directly to the area. In Amanda's book, Healing with DMSO, she has a chapter on using it on house pets, and she makes an important point that dosage is very important with animals. She advises to keep the dosage low and do a test on a small patch of your animal first. And if there's any negative reaction, then speak with a qualified practitioner or veterinarian. Her rule of thumb for animal dosage is two mils ml of pure DMSO for every 10 pounds of body weight in enough distilled water to dilute it between 20 and 50% for an internal application. You can put it directly in the mouth with a syringe or add it to the food. For a topical application, she advises to apply two mils of DMSO to two mils of distilled water for a 50% solution and apply it to areas where there is less fur, like the ears, the nose, the belly, or the paws. Amanda covers more in that chapter, so you will want to get that book. I purchased pharmaceutical grade DMSO at the website dmsostore.com. And no, I'm not affiliated with them. You can go on Amanda Vollmer's website and order DMSO products that she's created. So I mentioned the DMSO saline eye drops. She also has magnesium oil with DMSO, as well as a number of other really beautiful products made with DMSO. And again, that website is dmso.store. So I'm going to finish here and I thank you for listening. And I sincerely hope that this information will help those who are suffering. Please share this with anyone you think can benefit. I am going to continue in the second hour with some recipes to make your own DMSO remedies. And I'm also going to speak to the use of Borax 20 Mule Team for arthritis, bone health, cognitive acuity, and much more. So please join me at themushroomsapprentice.com and subscribe for more good wisdom. Slancha.